Hey guys and welcome back to the podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I would love it if you could take just two seconds to like this episode. If you enjoy it, like the episode, subscribe to the podcast. You have no idea how much this helps this little podcast grow. So if you are a lover of the podcast, maybe you're new to the podcast and you want to try a couple of episodes, that's absolutely fine. But like, subscribe, and most importantly, guys, share it on your platform. Share it on your stories. Share it to someone that you love. Let other people know that we are here and I am trying to help. You have no idea how grateful I am when I see it on people's stories and you have no idea how how grateful I am to each and every one of you loyal listeners. But let's dive into today's episode. Today we are going to be discussing whether or not you are a big part of your problem. Because something that's extremely common, and the reason I know this is because it's actually something that I used to do, and it's something that I see happening a lot when people are in a difficult place. So if you are in a place right now, if you are a person who maybe you're struggling with depression, maybe you are struggling with feeling in a bit of a rut, you're a bit stuck, things are not going your way, um, maybe you feel like life just isn't going the way that you want it to and you're looking around and you're feeling a bit miserable, feeling sorry for yourself, feeling sad, feeling hurt, feeling disappointed, feeling frustrated. Something that happens during this time, particularly if you are in a depressive state, you become a big part of your problem by adding to the evidence that things are miserable. What do I mean by this? If you're in a depressive state and you're listening to music that is all about doom and gloom, being sad, having your heart broken, things not going your way, you know, that you're in a negative place. If you're watching series on Netflix of people getting their heart broken, people being disloyal, people being unfaithful, people hurting one another, killing one another, you know, all the, the doc, like, I mean, I love a serial killer document series and all this stuff. Like, I think we all do. Um, there's the cynic in all of us that does like watching these, not because we enjoy seeing these things happen, but they are addictive. Um, however, you know, if you're, if you're spending your time listening to all of that, watching all of that, if you're having conversations, this is a big one, having conversations with people who are negative self-talkers, this is a big one. The people, you are the average of the people you surround yourself with. So if the people around you are complaining about their day-to-day -day lives, complaining about the people in their lives, complaining about, you know, they're not the weight that they want and they're not achieving the goals that they want and they're not happy with, you know, their partners and all of this stuff and they're constantly negatively self-talking this is a big part of the problem a big part of the problem is you are a big part of the problem you're adding to this negative and depressive state that you are in by listening to these things now I was that person I was the person 
back when I was in a very depressive state that I would listen to Good Charlotte, I would listen to Linkin Park, I would listen to all the indie, you know, some of the songs are great, love the songs, still love the songs, but back then, that was all I would listen to, and I would listen to the lyrics, and I would listen to the songs that most resonated with how I felt at that time, because it almost felt like it was the only thing that understood exactly how I was feeling. So if you're a person who is in a depressive state and you're listening to those songs and you're listening to those lyrics because they feel like the only thing that understands with how you're feeling, you are adding to your problem because you're giving your mind, you're giving that part of the brain that is actively looking for reasons to believe that you're feeling the right way, proof that this is exactly how you should be feeling. You're and, and you, you listen to them on repeat over and over again. You watch the series and, you know, the reality TVs that increase your anxiety over and over again. You have the negative conversations with people, with the negative self-talkers over and over again. And you are now becoming a big part of your problem by allowing all of these things to continue happening. It's not until you, you actually make the active choice, the active decision, that this is no longer how you want to think and feel. And if it's no longer how you want to think and feel, you have to detach yourself from all of these things that are keeping you in that place. Start, and we've, I've spoken about mental priming over and over again, but it's so true, it's so accurate. And the, 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 there's the phrase, misery loves company. Now, I hate that phrase because I personally think it is so inaccurate because when you're miserable it's not about wanting company it's about wanting attention when you're miserable you want attention to be drawn to the fact that you're in a miserable state because you want something to relate to you want someone to be paying attention to how you're feeling because you almost want it to be fixed you want that um, the codependent part of you that is actively seeking for someone to come and fix it and even if they were then to come and fix it you would then shut yourself down because you're in that place I understand, I've been there it's because in your mind you've given yourself so much proof that this is how you should be and this is why you're then a big part of the problem because you're feeling a particular way because you're potentially in a victim. Maybe you're in a victim mindset, slightly self-sabotaged. Maybe it's, it genuinely is just a depressive state. By consuming the things that are negative on the day-to-day, -day, you are proving to yourself that this is how you should feel. So we have to change this. We have to change it that you are no longer part of the problem and you are teaching yourself the solutions listen to uplifting songs this is something that i did straight away and it's not just something that i have done but it's something that i actively get my clients to do it's something that i actively get my like anyone who brings this to me or the people that i speak to on the day-to-day -day and they are appearing in a negative state the first thing that i ask what do you listen to on your phone what do you what music what playlists are you playing on the day-to-day? -day? 
What are you watching on Netflix? What conversations are you having? Are all of your conversations fixated on all the things that aren't happening, that you don't do, that you can't do, that you you feel like you're not worth or you're, you don't deserve? Are those the sort of conversations that you're having? Are you having conversations about the things that you are going to do, the things that you do want to achieve, the, the, the path and the strategies that you are going to be taking in order to get to them? You know, the, the, the potential that you have and the worth that you have, are these the conversations that you're having? You know, change your music playlist. Like, and I'm not saying get rid of all your songs or anything like that. Like, like I say, I still love a bit of good Charlotte, Linkin Park and all this stuff, Eminem, all the good stuff. But I, I'm no longer attached to those lyrics. And it's funny because there are a couple of songs on there that I actively avoid. Because now when I listen to them, as much as I still like the song, when I actively listen to it, it takes me back to how I felt. Because I listen to them over and over and over again, that is still ingrained that how I felt back then is how I feel when I hear them now. Um, and that shows you how powerful that actually is. Because we're talking 15 years later, I don't listen to them every day. I barely listen to them at all. But the second I listen to that song or the couple of songs, I am instantaneously taken back to that version of myself and I look at it and I listen to it and I think no wonder no wonder I felt like this day to day I was teaching myself this is how I should be feeling and then I, I change it to something that I listen to now and I instantly feel that shift within me internally and so start listening to things that are uplifting. Make the choice that you're only going to consume. If you're going to be a consumer, consume the things that make you feel better. Consume the things that give you the potentials and the, the opportunities in life. Get Consume the things that uplift you and give you energy, not drains it and makes you feel miserable. Because the more that you do this, the more that you are, a big part of your problem. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you've taken something from this. And if you do anything today, if you do anything today, get onto your Spotify or whatever you use to listen to music, get onto your Netflix, remove the things and detach yourself from the things that are keeping you in a depressive state. And I promise you, you will start to see a shift. I will catch you in the next episode, guys. Lots of love.